Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Need the cover of October skies Get all the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow And I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heart strength that plays soft and low Get all the night What's up? What's up, everybody? <clears throat> Excuse me. Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And what's happening, everybody? Well, the Fed did it again. The uh, the, the three blind mice uh, once again did nothing. Uh, did not commit, but they should be committed. Did not commit to a a better plan, and of course. Um, it doesn't make sense to me when you when you look back and you say, "Well, wait a second. They tell me how good the job market is uh, with unemployment under under four percent. They tell you how many, uh, they tell me how good GDP is going to be. Uh, I mean, you've got uh, the Atlanta Fed calling for almost five percent, and yet here we are. We can't we can't hike rates i mean i know we had a hike yesterday but i mean can't commit and 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 they're definitely behind the curve as usual and of course we'll eventually blow it i mean again this is not a new story this is not something that they have not done before this is not something they haven't blown before uh but that's always the problem when you continue to try to handle an economy by using theory. I mean, if we've learned nothing from President Trump, there is no specific or exact theory that works in all cases. You have to be somewhat flexible. You have to be willing to do other things. You have to be willing to be able to change and midstream so that you can certainly make some opportunistic changes to your plan. You know, a plan is always a great place to start. Like any business, like traders, like we talk about, about trading plans, uh, the plan is the, is the key core and the difference is, is when you're using a plan, for example, for trading, a mathematical model, then you have to play the math, okay? If you're using certain types of trades to, to, to enter, then you, you use those. But when you're dealing with an economy that changes and when things change to make things different, you have to be able to be flexible enough to say, okay, our plan was to raise rates every, you know, let's say once a year. Obviously, that's not the right numbers, but but now we feel that we have to raise twice a year to make sure that we keep up. And, of course, right now, they're probably about five or six years behind where they should be. 
and this will be the again this is part of the 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 black swan that is being nurtured as a white swan right now but this is part of the reason that we're going to see the dollar explode the interest rates explode at the you know through the tenure uh, because the people that are in charge are clueless the people that make the final decision are too busy and too worried about the banks that they're dealing with and uh, trying to continue to prop up the stock market. Now, you know, again, I'm all for a good and strong stock market. I think that you've got, you know, a lot of things that are happening. And again, I'm not against the strong stock market. I'm not a perma bear. I'm looking again. I'm a believer in the growth, but I also realize that when you have um, people running the monetary policy that are absolutely clueless about that policy and only understand what they studied, you know, in their universities, that you know, theory works only so far. And you have to be willing to have some flexibility so that you can indeed move on to the next step and be able to make those adjustments that need to be made. And so far, through three Fed chairs, Bernanke, uh, Powell, and, and Yellen, none of them have been willing to make the hard choice of saying, okay, we're going to raise rates four time, four more times this year. We're going to do X. They continue to be sucked in and trying to worry about, out of everything, the most unimportant thing that we can worry about. You know, if, if they would just do their job correctly, then the companies and the markets would do what they were going to do. But... Of course, they aren't satisfied with it. They, they believe that they can, A, borrow their way out of debt, B, continue to stimulate uh, the markets, and C, overcome everything, which they have proven for 105 years that they are not capable of doing that. They have proven for 105 years that they're probably one of the most worthless organizations imaginable but yet here we are once again waiting on, on what they may or may not do and certainly i say to you that it doesn't matter that is that is as they say that is the market we have that's the market we're gonna have to trade the way it's going but we also know that through time through history <clears throat> excuse me through the evidence of what they have done in the past, I have no expectations that they're going to be able to do better in the future. Now, again, again, this is like any other business. They are totally lost in space, have absolutely no clue of what's going to happen next. And, of course, that will once again leave investors leave the average Americans wondering what bus just ran over their equity. 
because you you cannot continue to feed the bubble the legalized Ponzi scheme that they run because at the end of the day, all Ponzi schemes fail. At the end of the day, all phony, artificial things that we try to do do not work long enough, especially if you're unwilling to pull back on. And, of course, that is what the Federal Reserve has done. That was their big decision yesterday. And, of course, I'm in total disagreement with the way they're handling everything. But, hey, I'm just one guy, one investor who can't stand them. This is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. And, of course, uh, make sure you download the show every day at libertytalk.fm. You can also get the sporting edge there as well and Crypto Investor X. In the meantime, uh, don't forget about getting my daily update, Bubba's Daily Update, which is available to you for free every day after the market closes. All I have to do is go to Liberty Talk, excuse me, all I have to do is go to BubbaTrading.com and fill out the form and you get it for free. No credit card, nothing required. We're going to step out of here for a break. This is The Bubba Show. I am Todd Bubba Hortz. We'll be back with more of The Bubba Show after the break. Todd Bubba Horowitz, we're coming right back to you. The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz with you, and so we we discussed the, the the tragedy known as the Federal Reserve. All right, we've got uh, a continuation of a market rally. Yeah, yesterday was a little bit down, but again, it was you know we get so excited when the markets move fifty or sixty points, seventy points. I mean, geez, you're talking about nothing. All right. You're talking about virtually no movement. So, you know, what's next and, and where are we in, in the cycle? Well, again, we went to the neutral positioning, believing that more than likely the markets would probably break out, you know, to the upside, which they have, and probably test the highs. And then we would be re- looking for a spot to reevaluate. But even yesterday with the action, okay, there was no volume. There was no interest. Nobody cares. So is it a time to become overly aggressive in these markets? And the answer is no. Where where does your benefit come from being overly aggressive here? Where do you get yourself positioned when... You're, you're really just kind of guess which way we go. There's, there's nothing to back a monster rally, nor is there anything to back a sell-off. I mean, the first thing is the, the lack of volume. So when you look at the picture, you know, any big position you would put on here in, in the general markets would be, hey, I'm smarter than everybody else. I'm going to take a guess that this is the right time. It doesn't mean it won't be the right time. But but you have no valid basis or footprint to say that the markets have peaked here on this rally, especially when you take away any potential volume. So when these situations are setting up, what you really are looking to do is look at other things 
that that you think are potential of making movement in either direction. We should not be just strictly a direction trader or looking to only be one or the other. We should always be looking for in, in general. Now, when you look at different asset classes, so what are we seeing? Well, we're seeing gold as we've been bullish gold since it made the lows at 1281. Gold is now breaking out, okay, and should make a run at 1330, okay? Now, again, it doesn't mean that it will, but certainly the, the right side of, of the gold trade right now seems to be the long side. Now, you can, you can argue that fact. You can say no, and you can be bearish gold if you choose to. But just based on a statistical probability model, more than likely you're going to see some higher prices even if we're going to end up going lower. When you look at some of the other commodities, okay, let's look at uh, you know the wheat market, the corn market, the soybean market. Now, wheat remains the strongest of that bunch and is in the most consistent longer-term trend of trading higher. Yes, I know it's down today, but I mean, it is in that most consistent spot of trending and trading higher. So that would be the one you'd be looking to trade on a trend basis from, you know, buying the dips at support levels and looking for the trend to continue versus soybeans, which are on the opposite end of the spectrum, which have actually had some consistent blow-offs to the downside here recently. And as you know, we were very concerned with soybeans to begin with. And of course, they're, they're unfortunately playing out our fears. But in the meantime, they continue to trash lower. Uh, now, at some point here, on a blow-off perspective, we would want to be a buyer here. But of course, if you are going to trade that model and trade that blow off bottom, uh, you have to be willing to set a stop somewhere and say, okay, I'm wrong. I'm going to take my losses because um, uh, you, you, you have to be prepared, okay, uh, in case you don't catch it quite right. You know, we're not always going to catch the top or the bottom when we see this kind of pattern, but we know that we have to be willing to re-enter and retrade it and move to it if we, if we can. And, and, and that is something that, you know, we uh, always focus on is, all right, so if I'm going to get in soybeans here, uh, do, you know, where's my exit? And you have to look at a spot to exit, which is, you know, a low, but, it could simply also spike 20, 25, 30 cents without a problem. But now you're playing not the trend probability, you're, you're trading the probability from what we would call a blow-off pattern. And that is something, again, that we need to continue to focus on is, is where can we get set up with the better part of the edge? Again, not guaranteeing that we're going to make money on that trade, but at least putting ourselves in a position. This pattern is very similar to the pattern that was set in the meats and other products. I mean, they're all the same. When you see that happening, uh, you know, you, you, you look for the opportunity. It is no different than any other thing that you're trading. So now, 
you know, we, we look and we say, okay, so is this the right time? And, and it, when you're seeing a blow off to the downside, it's always the right time to take a chance. But again, knowing that you have to have a, a model that says, okay, if I'm wrong, if this doesn't work, then this is where I'm exiting. And I think that, you know, many of us, you know, are too busy trying to put our opinions to work within these. And of course, typically that ends up in an ugly scenario. You know, again, it doesn't matter what you're looking at. I mean, you know, we did it. We made the same idea of a trade in a, in a place, a stock called AMBA, AMBA Michael Bravo Alpha. All right. We made the opposite type of trade in the stock of Tesla, you know, going the other way. But somebody once asked me, you know, when you're playing the blow up, does a trend, does a trend day hurt you, bother you? And the answer is no. Remember, when you're playing this model, what we're looking for, and for example, in the soybeans, is we're looking for a bounce, okay? Now, if we get the desired result of the bounce, then, well, then we will manage the trade to figure out where it's going to go from there. But once we get the bounce and once we get to a point where we can uh, lock in you know, either a small profit or no worse than break even, then we start to play it a little bit differently. But that's something that, again, it, it takes a lot of discipline. It takes a lot of guts because, again, we all have a tendency to try to want to be right on our opinion versus right on the footprint. And I can tell you that you will always be wrong on the opinion. But if you use the footprint to confirm your opinion or to keep you away from it, you will have a better chance. Again, the whole business of trading is more of a probability model. All right. That's really what this is about. We are more interested in probabilities than we are in anything else. Because at the end of the day, you want to be in a position for the probability to be in your favor. We do not want to be where we are, we are on the wrong side of the probability model because then you're just giving up the edge on your own. And that's something, again, that we talk about often because it's important to understand how it works. And in the meantime, we'll come back and talk more about this, but this is The Bubba Show. I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. <clears throat> I want to remind you about our high school investing program. The website is highschoolinvesting.com. And, of course, uh, if you want to help us out, you know, we, we've supported high schools for eight years now. Uh, I've actually paid for it myself and have gotten some help recently from Patreon. And if you'd like to be one of those helping us from Patreon, you go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, forward slash Bubba Trading, and you can help us out. In the meantime, don't forget to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. We are the only station that you need. And we're going to step out here for a break. And we'll be back with more of the Bubba Show after the break. Todd Bubba Horowitz, the Bubba Show. We're coming right back to you with more on the model when we come back. The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report. 
bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, as seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got the Badger, who writes the hot topics in the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubba at thebubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bubba at thebubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, thebubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And, of course, it's been a, a loaded week of news. And, of course, you know, the, the interesting part of the week uh, started out with the moronic, imbecilic comments from Belmar. What a moron. Okay. And, and what I don't understand is how... People who like him, and again, I don't have a problem with you liking him or not. I mean, I don't particularly care for him, but I didn't care for him before this stupid comment of hoping for a recession so we can move Donald, remove Donald Trump. Now, why would a moron make a statement such as that? And of course, the answer is very simple. When you're really rich, which he is, he's worth over $100 million dollars. Recessions don't hurt you. Recessions actually help you. You know, remember when, if you went to the Warren Buffett School of Investing, or if you went to any other investing of buying distressed assets, well, markets, once they're done selling off, if we use statistical history, which we've been talking about today, then we know that typically the markets will rally. Okay, they may not rally tomorrow. They may go down 50%, but at some point they're going to rally. But if you're the average guy, well, you can't be buying stocks when they're at their worst because you're crippled yourself and you're worried about your job. You're worried about everything else. But when you're worth $100 million, as the moron Bill Maher is, okay, then you end up with uh, an opportunity to buy. So... You know, we, we talk about it. The, 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 when things are good, the rich get rich. And when things are bad, the rich get richer. And that's because they always have available capital to go ahead and invest and buy that distressed asset. So, of course, he'd like a, a, um, a recession. Not only to achieve his goal of getting Donald Trump removed, which, okay. I mean, you know, of course you want to remove the guy who's, uh, made the economy better, who's actually turned this country into a business, who's actually not only gone against the left, but gone against his own party, trying to make things better for everybody. But of course, why wouldn't you want, of course you want a recession here now. I mean, well, I mean, let's go. I mean, but that's what the people like Bill Maher think is there, you know, Robert De Niro and his comment with the, the big F off on, uh, on Trump. It's amazing that 
the big time dough in, in, in the Hollywood and in, in entertainment is so much against Trump. And, and what, what could they possibly be so much against him for? I understand you might not like his politics, but what, why does a Bill Maher want to make sure the country fails so that he can get what he wants? Well, you know, if you think about it, I mean, things come down to money. You know, and they want to, you know, they liked it when 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 uh, Obama was in there and, you know, everything was free. And, you know, they just kept me able to accumulate their old cash rooney. They don't they don't love this country. They hate this country, the very country <clears throat> that made him. Those hundreds of millions of dollars that he has, the very country that is by far the best in the world. But yet, there's so much hatred for this country. You can you can blame it on Trump, but anybody who would want this country to fail because they don't like who the president is is somebody who hates this country. You can't not you cannot possibly want your country to fail so that you can remove somebody who's in office who can only be in office another two or six years. Nobody can want that to be a part of it. And yet, here we are. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that are chortling it up and chirping it up. But it's amazing how this information, these these stories, and these dumb things always come from those that are very high up on the peg of, of that and who actually stand to benefit by failure versus it actually affecting them. But you really have to hate <clears throat> the country to be so against the presence, whether no matter who the president is. You know, again, it's 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 coming out and quite obviously so that President Obama did not do a very good job. All right. But yet you didn't see, you know, the big outrage every single time something happened. You didn't see the calls for the ousting. You didn't see the calls for everything else. Uh, you know, and like you see with Trump, you know, the, the, the Nazi Trump, the, you know, who was the, uh, uh, the, 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 the Senator from uh, Missouri assassinate Trump or whatever it was. And you didn't see, you know, all that coming out. Okay. Because at the end of the day, you've got to let the run take its course and then you, you you use your power as a voter to vote them out of office, not to wish them out of office. But you can take all of these jackasses and and, and, and put them on a boat somewhere and just ship them away because they are what the real destruction of this country is. They are the real beatdown because... If you can't respect the office of the president, forgetting about who's in there, then you're not a real American. Okay. Again, we have a process. The process spoke. And to spend this time and money to work up the country. Okay. I mean, and, and to get, and again, look at who the loudest outspoken are, are, some of the athletes, 
right? Um, some of the uh, big stars, and yet um, uh, African American and uh, a Hispanic job working is unemployment is at all time lows. Uh, we have just seen the food stamps come to the smallest levels been in forever. Uh, and you know, one of the things you got to remember too is that these numbers are with inflated dollars too. So it's even better than that. Now, you know, we can, we can try to cause all the riff we want. And again, I say that if you have that much hatred, then start getting your people out to vote, not continuing to just, you know, say stupid things on the internet or on your show. I mean, it, it, it is amazing. And again, I don't care what side of the aisle you sit on, but it is amazing, amazing that the media is so forgiving of the left and so unforgiving of the right. Now, I don't know where this dramatic disdain came from, but it certainly is scary when you watch what's going on. It's certainly scary when you look at the things that are happening in this country, because to 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 again to go back to want to have your country fail to see to me seems to be about as dumb of something that you could possibly see. To me, it's it's so illogical to listen and to watch and to hear these people speak that it's it's beyond beyond comprehension that we see these things happening and yet here it goes continuing and you just see more proof and more evidence of how dirty the Clintons were more proof and more evidence of how dirty some of the Democratic Party was and yet where is the report on the Russian hacking? Where is the evidence that's going to get Donald Trump impeached? And I'm not saying there isn't any somewhere. <laughs> you know, again, we know he's no Boy Scout, but we didn't want a Boy Scout. We wanted somebody to make America great again. We wanted somebody to stir the pot. And I think that's what we're getting to see here. And at the end of the day, as I said, you want them out, vote them out. Get off your lazy ass and go to the vote. That's how you get, that's how you replace in this country. Okay. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show. I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. Don't forget about my daily update, which is available to you for free. All you have to do is go to BubbaTrading.com and there's a little box that will pop up. Fill out the information in the box. There is no credit card required. It's all free. All I have to do is fill it out. And once you do that, you will get delivered to your inbox every day. The update right after the market closes. And uh, kind of give me a tomorrow's newspaper today. And of course, LibertyTalk.fm, the only station you need. You can go down there and download the show each and every day. Uh, and help us get to our goal of $1 million a month. We're going to stop out here for a break. This is the Bubba Show. I am Todd Bubba Horowitz, and we'll be back with more of the Bubba Show after the break. 
Todd Bubba Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And, of course, we've covered the gamut today so far. And, uh, you know, I, I think we should. We haven't talked about the summit, uh, which happened Tuesday. Uh, I thought it went pretty well. And I guess I have an opinion question. And I'd like to hear, you know, obviously can't talk to you now, but your response. And did it bother you that the, the, the two flags were together? Um, uh, and uh, at the at the, at the summit, and and there was a big stink about that, and I'm, I wonder why. Who cares? Why does our flag being flying next to the North Korean flag in this particular case? Why does it matter? I mean, again, I don't know the proper protocol, but it certainly didn't offend me at all. I thought that the summit went rather well. I think that there was some good groundwork laid. You're not going to turn around a disaster in an hour, two hour, three hour meeting. But I think that things appeared to be on the right track for now. Uh, I think the the G7 was okay. I don't necessarily agree with Peter Navarro's comments about there's a place in hell for you. Uh, I think, but he did apologize for that. But again, I don't agree with that. I thought that was, you know, a little bit harsh. But I do believe that in this whole trade crap that, again, I believe the president has the best interests of Americans. And I don't care whether or not we show a surplus with Canada or not. I don't know if we really do or really don't. I do know that, in my opinion, and this was long before Donald Trump came to be president, I thought NAFTA was a crappy agreement. Okay. So that my, that my opinion has not changed there. I, I ask you this, and, and, and what, is just, what is wrong with just true free trade? Okay? That's what I'd like to know. Why can't we just have true free trade? Okay? You know, many of these governments with these tariffs, they subsidize it. But wouldn't it be easier just to have a free trading system? And let, again, going back to what we talk about all the time, a true free market and price discovery model. Okay. Now, the North Korean summit could have been and, and could be Trump's way of trying to wedge closer in and, 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 and surround China just in case, because you, know, you never know. Uh, but again, at this point, shouldn't we all just get along? And again, I, I know we're always going to have differences. Everybody's going to have differences. But shouldn't we be in a position that is mutually beneficial for all? Okay. Uh, again, we, if we all forget what we went through with OPEC, and not just recently, okay, because that, that was nothing. But back in the day, before we were equipped, before we had the shale producers, before we had the fracking, before we had the Permian Basin, you know, we used to get held up by OPEC. And there was a, not a damn thing we could do about it. But didn't you just hate that? Wouldn't it be better to have a, a true free and open market? And, you know, I want to buy XYZ. 
and country X has X, Y, Z, and I don't have to worry about duty and all that, or in tariffs and all that stuff. Wouldn't it be nice just to go there and buy it and move it on? I mean, again, to me, that's what it should be all about, not what we're doing now. I don't understand, you know, when we, when we ship to Canada and Mexico, the quotas that we have. Um, and uh, this is an issue that, you know, we have to always be concerned about, okay? Uh, because if we don't, then this, is, this, this problem is going to continue to roll on. And, and I think that it's great that we're putting the foot down now. I think that it's great that we can now try to work things out for the best. That's, that's what my personal views are. Again, but I'm an American. I want things to be as good as they can be. Okay? That's... From my perspective, I want things to be as good as they can be. But, of course, as we talked about earlier, not everybody is under that same period. They're not all interested in what's best for America. Most of them are interested in what's best for themselves. And I find that to be extremely problematic. I think that these are things that we need to worry about. And, and, and these are people that are more interested in destroying the American way of truth, 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 justice in the American way versus supporting it. And if you go back and look at things and you can see that the, the wealth distribution, and again, I'm not a fan of, of socialism, you know, to, to equally distribute wealth, but I, I'm a believer in free markets where you can, you make it, you keep it. But the the ones that have it are the ones that are trying to prevent the new generations from keeping it. And again, this goes back into all the entire system, which is flawed based on the way we do things now. Based on the power that the lobbyists have and some of the big corporates have and and people like George Soros and you know Warren Buffett to a to a degree, and and I think this goes you know all ties in together to a lot of the, the disdain for the current sitting president, but yet things, regulations, things continue to try to improve throughout what we're doing here because now. You, you've, you've taken away some of the regulations. And, and, and if we can complete the, we'll call it the big trifecta, and get rid of tariffs and get rid of all these quotas of what we can ship where, you then create a free market again versus what we have now. Because the way it is now, we do not have necessarily a free market between the subsidies from governments to their own, between... Uh, the free money that is the, that the, the the Fed continues to give out. Uh, again, if we could just change all these things and actually let asset classes price themselves and actually let 
the real markets trade. Well, the real markets, please stand up. But actually let markets actually trade and really do what they're supposed to do instead of what people who can manipulate them want them to do. Wouldn't that make things even better? I mean, that's just one man's opinion that I'm sick and tired of the markets that are manipulated. I'm sick and tired of the other stuff. Okay. I just want to, I want the country to operate functionally and seamlessly and not have all these criminals in places of power. They can simply, simply just stick it to you and me. This is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. It is the U.S. Open starting this weekend, Father's Day weekend. And, of course, we're going to give you uh, the easy one that we're going to give you is Dustin Johnson. But, I mean, that's no buy. But we like Kyle Stanley a little bit and John Rahm. Those are our choices for this weekend's U.S. Open. This is the Bubba Show. I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. And, of course, I want to remind you to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm, the only station you need. You can also get the Sporting Edger, and I'm sure the boys will have something to talk about the U.S. Open for this weekend. So make sure you go down and check it out. In the meantime, everybody have a great day. Enjoy. Be safe. And we'll see you back here tomorrow, Friday. This is The Bubba Show, and I am Top of Horowitz. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you back here tomorrow. The Bubba Show, Top of Horowitz. Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM.